Hey everybody, welcome back to the Take Control Podcast. You got Brandy here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm Darielle. It's Kim. <laughs> and we are back. Uh, it's been about a month, so ladies, what's going on? What's new? I don't think anything's changed for me in the last four weeks, except Christmas season, which is the love of my life. I hate Christmas. Oh. Um... <laughs> It's not a good time for me. I don't know what it is, but I think it's just the pressure of like having to please everybody is very mm. stressful. And every time I plan to start a new year with like planning early, it never happens that way. Putting money aside, it never happens that way. Like I just, it's just not fun for me because I want to be able to just enjoy versus like, oh, I got to buy this and this and this and this is like, I got rent due. I don't mm-hmm. got time for this shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm not in a Christmas spirit. Um, Y'all know what's been going on with me lately. So I just trying to get back in good, like a good space. You know, I've been so sad and grieving and I didn't think I was ever going to get to an okay place, but I'm actually doing better. Like, good. I'm okay. Good. Um. So, yeah. I have a trick for... um the holiday next year start doing um small shopping and stuff like literally at, like i'm not going to want to give it to them for their birthday <laughs> oh well <laughs> oh no oh, yeah. i order everything in bulk like on black friday and that's it i'm like come this, up with what you going to get yeah i have to come up with some type of strategy mm-hmm. some type of plan cuz i don't know but you know I will say that everything that I've been dealing with put me in a better space, like, as far as things that I will not allow moving forward. And, yeah. Good. So I'm doing good. Mm, I'm doing good. Um, Since the last time we recorded, I turned 34. Turn up. Um, Collard greens. This Christmas season has been cool. I feel like I always battle a little sadness around the holidays. Mm. And I can't I can't quite put my finger on why, but I do. Um But I mean I'm in a Christmas spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is good. I can't complain. I got a Christmas tree, y'all. I didn't think I would ever get a tree. Really? It's black. Is mm. it? Yeah. It's so cute. I was debating about getting one, but I don't know where I would put it, so there's also that. Oh no, I had to move my um my, I have like a little, not a reading nook, but like a little nook in my living room. And I just mm. took the stuff out of that, put it in my office, put my tree there. But mm. my mom actually bought me this tree this year because I didn't have like a nice one. Um, and her and I actually went out on Black Friday because I was trying to make the little shitty tree I had work. And she was like, not my baby. You're not about to be sitting in your office trying to make that tree work. Come on. And it's the most like literally sober me. Do you guys know who Dean Martin is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sober me. I think Dean Martin's one of the most beautiful singers on the planet. I just do. And I really like the 50s style, but I was listening to his Christmas album. <laughs> Watching my tree sparkle and I was literally crying like I just love it here. And I'm like, "Who are you and why?" I was literally like and I text my cousin like, "Not me soberly crying to Dean Martin's Christmas album." But I went and saw the Nutcracker already. My grandma was here for Thanksgiving. So I guess, and I celebrated two friends' birthdays. So I guess the last four weeks have been like fun, but mm-hmm. also the most loneliest of my life, but also fun. It's a very weird time for me. Mm. Like I'm the happiest I've been, but also the loneliest mm-hmm. at the same time. 
And Dean Martin makes me cry. <laughs> I wanted a small tree so bad. And me and Jay at the story, like, Mom, that's too little. I'm like, How tall is yours? So, uh, I don't know. It's probably six or seven. Let me see. I think I got a picture of it. And nice. it came with lights, but I don't got nothing else on it right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. At least it's up. I see, I feel like if I get a tree, then I'm forced to, like, actually buy gifts. Mm-mm. For people, because I don't want a tree. Why don't you get a gifts? small one and put it on that goes? I on the thought table. about doing that too, just getting a little tiny one that yeah. goes. You should have told me. I would have brought my other one that I've had. It's not big at all. It's probably four feet tall. Yeah, and you could stick it right, right there. there. Mm-hmm. But my Grams, she has like this. It almost looked like a, a looks like a mannequin. It's like a dress almost. I saw that at, at home. Yeah, it's so cute. I haven't seen it. It's so cute. It has like a little bustier, and then the skirt is the tree. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can find a picture. Yeah, I want to see it. Okay, my tree is seven feet. That's what I thought. It's a pre-lit black tree. It was one twenty. I did not want to spend that. I, I love that. I would do Mine the black was... tree with gold ornaments. Yeah. I don't know what size, what color <clears throat> ornaments, but this yep. is my tree. Oh, that's cute. Yep, I would do gold. It's perfect for my living room. I like this. This is my Graham's tree. Damn. Oh yeah. That's Can you what see I that saw. far? Oh shit. Okay. This would be cute, like for like my fashion stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Now I want to wrap my gifts in black. Paper. See, and I I haven't had gifts under my tree literally until this week when I wrapped everybody's gift that I have to give them to. Mm-hmm. I didn't have gifts. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm the, my little <laughs> skirt is gonna be down here on the floor looking cute. Leave it alone. Like this is what I wanted. Sixty dollars. Ooh, mine little, was eighty, but tree. it's because it was Black Friday. Because it's really like three hundred. But Black Friday, girl. Yeah, I wanted a white one too. I'm thinking about getting like a mini. I was never getting a green tree ever. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't like. I don't like uh, colorful lights on a tree. Mm. Yeah. I don't like colorful for some reason. Like, and mine. Do, mine's remote, so it does like sparkles, mm-hmm. and that's why I cried too, because it was like. <laughs> these little like like i'm like grow up somebody said i had a goth tree i was like no you don't i like it i think that's aesthetic i like it it matches my living room does it yeah okay yeah oh me um, talking about my living room y'all need to come over one day okay did you change it since the last time i was there yeah kind of okay. yeah i finally got a little bit of Something. decorations in there my bathroom was done my room looks like a jail cell but that's that's okay <laughs> don't nobody need to see that but you <laughs> I, I don't i just have no like inspiration like, i don't know what i want it to look like well your living room has a theme right like because you said it matches your living room i want to move your tree do you? I do too. you do mm-hmm. how long I want have you been new here? furniture i want to move i want so much how long have you been here three it'll be Three years in April. Really? Damn, dude. I remember mm-hmm. when you moved here. I do too. From your house. I miss your house. Okay. You don't? Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> dude, we have memories in there. We do, we do, we do, we do. <laughs> um, uh, kind of. <laughs> kind of. Okay. Um, let's see. <clears throat> My topic is a little all over the place. Um, am I am I going? Am I jumping in too soon? I don't know. Uh, I don't do y'all have any so. announcements or anything? Shout outs. Um, I mean, I'm gonna shout out my grandma Ruth because she's my life. 
Like I said, she was up here for Thanksgiving. She helped me decorate my tree. But I think that's it. Other than that, shout out to my people. Love y'all. I'll quit my second job. Yay. Ooh, period. Enter hand clap. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So I've been able to like sleep and rest and... I still I know you love it. have not been able to get in bed or get to sleep as early as I want to. So that's going to be my project this week. But, um, yeah, I feel good about it. Okay. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to y'all. Aww. What we do? Oh, shout out uh, to my friends. This is my people. <laughs> I'm putting up a little heart. <laughs> I love that they made that emoji. Oh my God. I it's forgot. the best. <laughs> but shout out to y'all and just, my other close friends and family just because you guys have been helping me grow. I know I'm always in this place of like confusion and feeling stuck and I'm just so indecisive and to have friends that like push you to be better is very like amazing. I'm thankful for you guys. You know, I have been like so sad since my grandma passed away and my aunt passed away and I just, been sulking in my sadness and I'm like okay this is not okay like I need to get my shit together but I don't know how to get my shit together I don't know how I feel I don't know I didn't know anything so to let you guys know the listeners my friends my co-host um we did like a little FaceTime call and they helped me like kind of process and plan out my little short-term goals and stuff so yeah. That's because we love you. <laughs> yeah, we do. And I've been on, like, this high because, like, I got ahead for 2023. Like, I know what I want to do now. And so, like, I've already started working. So, I'm like, come on, everybody. Let's do it together. <laughs> um, yes. I think I'm, I'm the I'm, only one that doesn't plan for, like, the new year. But I never did it before. Like, I don't – I'm not a resolution kind of person. Mm-hmm. None of that. <laughs> but – Me either. I don't go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. See where that's got me. Like, same. <laughs> right? <things. laughs> same. Fucking I'm like, same. Life is passing you by and you're not doing anything yeah. different. Like, yeah. I'm a planner, but if I want to start something, I'm going to start it then and there mm-hmm. and go get it whenever. Yeah. And, like, sometimes I hope, like, when I finally achieve something, it falls on, like, a nice date or time. Yeah. Usually it doesn't, but, you know. And my thing is, and this leads us into our topic, like, I just feel like for me, I have these, like, high highs and I'm just like, go mode I'm ready to go and then it's like but as soon as I something happens in my life then I'm just like I'm depleted and I don't want to do anything and it always sets me back and I never kind of like have that moment where I pick it back up and keep going you know mm-hmm. and it always leaves me like I always wonder like how do you navigate through life when you feel stuck or because there's always going to be something that happens there's always going to be setbacks there's always going to be roadblocks and things like that but it's just like how do you continue to push through when you have all of these different things happening um i guess that's the first yeah little topic Mm. i've seen this um tiktok this morning i think it was and this girl was saying how she is unlearning um perfection and she was like so I made the commitment to start working out and I woke up today and I didn't feel good and I really didn't feel like working out but what I decided to do was just do it poorly like I'm gonna do it but even if I don't give 100% I'm gonna get it done Mm -hmm. and that resonated with me because I'm the same way like I get stuck in wanting things to be perfect and wanting things to be right so like Mm -hmm. I'll go round and round and round and round and round and tinker with things and then I just deplete myself and I stop. Right. So 
I think that would be helpful to just do it. Even if you don't feel like it and you're not giving 100%, do it anyway. Yeah. Like, even if you're giving 75 today, get it. And get in the consistency of just con continuing to do something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, that's honestly mine. Like, I, I just tell myself, like, just do it. As soon as it comes as a thought, you have to just do it. Like, and I posted about my... Um, my personal gym journey and like my fit and stuff. And I said, there's plenty of times I've gone in there and had to half-ass workouts because life was lifing. But I went because I told myself you have, you have to, or you'll feel like a disappointment and you'll just continue mm -hmm. to yeah. deplete. Like, so even I agree, even if I do something at 10%, I did it and it put me one step closer to a hundred. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I literally just like today, I didn't want to clean. I had four pairs of shoes on my stairs and the psychopath in me, I can't put my Jordans away unless I clean them. <sighs> Speaking of perfectionism, it's weird. I don't care. <laughs> they were sitting on my stairs and I told myself, I was like, bro, you have to get up and clean them right now or you're they're just going to sit there for a week and a half. And I was like, all right, I'm going to get up. And I had to just get up and do it. Again, half-ass clean, but they, they clean and they yeah. go. And I think in the beginning, it's not even about like, Achieving the goal, it's about building the muscle, like the yeah, muscle memory just to, to just yeah. mm -hmm. keep doing something. To so. get you to your hundred. Yeah. yeah. I've been doing that with <laughs> keeping my house tidy. Like, yeah. it, I hate my house <laughs> being a mess. Mm -hmm. But I also have days where I'm like, damn, I don't want to put up this laundry. Yep. I just toss my coat on the, on the chair and I don't want to pick it up. But I'm like, if I just keep, take it off, put it away. Take this off, put it away. It avoids a mess. Yeah. And yeah. piling up. So I just have to apply that in other areas of my life. But, you know, yeah, mm. you know, but it's funny <laughs> that you say that because sometimes I'll walk into my office and do the same thing with my coat. I just throw it down and I will as I'm throwing it down. I'm like, I tell myself, you couldn't have took one more step to the closet. Right. One more. Yeah. And I'm like, no, nah, it's fine. I'm just going to pick it up in an hour. Then it sits there for a week. Yeah. And one thing I was going to say as it pertains to like feeling stuck, um, I think you we all owe it to ourselves to give ourselves time where it's just us to sit with our thoughts and think like I told y'all when I went to Florida like me being here and balancing two jobs and doing stuff for my friends and mm -hmm. doing stuff with the kids or doing stuff with my mom or doing stuff with the church or whatever the case may be I never really got a breather to be like okay what do you want to do when do you want to do it? How are you going to do it? Mm -hmm. And when I took that trip and it, I was solely focused on what the mission was, was to go down there and get some stuff started for 2023. It came to me instantly. Like, I, I think you owe yourself, like, if not daily, weekly, mm -hmm. try to give yourself like a couple hours away from the kids, away from all the other responsibilities to like plan for Darielle. Yeah. So, yeah. I definitely need that. Like, I let so many people around me like take away from my me time yeah and i see how it makes me feel like i feel like like i'm going crazy i feel smothered i feel like, annoyed mm. and irritated and angry and i'm just like but you allow it and i'm not able to really sit time sit down for time for myself that's something i have to get back to but yeah i was listening to this podcast and um it was just basically talking about, like, sometimes when you're, like, feeling stuck or you don't know what to do, it's, it's like you're, like, afraid of success. Mm. And I feel like I struggle with that, too. And, and also, like, knowing, like, what's for you and what's not for you. Like, how do you know? Because some people be like, I just know this is for me. But, like, how do you know, like, what 
paths to go down or like what to try and what not to try and I know like sometimes you just gotta like put yourself out there and if it doesn't work it doesn't work but like who wants to do that like I'm not yeah dedicating all this time and energy for something to just not work like I feel like to answer that last part of your question for me the only reason I've ever knew knew something was for me is it starts to feel very impulsive because I'm not an impulsive person I might be impulsive in like you know checking somebody and I'd be like damn you should have said that that was me mm. But I don't make impulsive decisions um, when it comes to, like, big life things. I get super anxious about it, and I don't want to do it. So I feel like for me, which could just be something personal, but when I feel like something is wants me to do it impulsively and I just keep getting drawn to it, mm-hmm. that's when I'm like, okay, clearly i got to do something with it. Versus, like, me having a want, but I don't feel impulsive to buy it, get it, spend time around it, whatever. If it Because it just, there's something that's... You know, I'm like, oh, this isn't for me. I want it, but it's not for me. So I guess pay attention to your gut, if that answers the question. No. Uh, not not that it doesn't yeah, answer yeah, my yeah. question, but listen to my gut doesn't work either. Like, <laughs> I feel like I have a lot of different things that I like or that I'm interested in, but I just don't have that one thing. Like, this is my thing. Like, yeah. And I get so, I get bored with stuff easily as well. I feel I would disagree with you. I think you do know your thing. You're just navigating on how to make it. Um, daily is a bad word to use it, but how to make it a part of your everyday life, which is how you talk about like you're really good at like assisting and like the back end work of things, which is needed everywhere. Um, so I looking at you from the outside in, I would say I think, you know, your thing. It's about navigating it and what it looks like, because we know about my styling. And I started that in 2014 and it didn't jump off until like six months ago mm-hmm. because yeah, I've done projects over the year, but I'm still working on how to navigate mine. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, yeah. but you, you definitely know your thing and you know what you want. It's just navigating it. So I would give yourself more credit than that. Cause I believe you do know it's just navigating. It is hard and I think, consistency with that navigation is hard. Yeah. I think, um, I would say pay attention to what you're naturally gifted Mm-hmm. Um and and then also understanding like what should be a hobby, what should be a actual um hustle, what should I, what should I put my energy toward as far as like full time entrepreneurship or whatever the case may be, because I think we get so excited about things that we can do and we just automatically think we're supposed to charge for it or make money from it, mm-hmm. and you realize along the way like I'm really not passionate about this, I really don't enjoy doing this. Um, things like that. So I think determining like, okay, I'm good at a lot of things, but when I really think about it, what is something I just want to do for fun? I don't want to collect a paycheck. I don't want to, I just enjoy it in that way. Um, But I think wherever you're like naturally gifted at is probably where you should push your focus towards as it relates to your purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, Like she said, like you're really good with like processes and back end things. And so you know, like when we were talking on the phone the other day, like, okay, so how do we do A, B, and C? Mm-hmm. Um, if this is how we, if we're going to try to generate income this way. Um, and again, I think with what you're naturally gifted in comes enjoyment. Like, yeah. there's certain things that I'm just naturally gifted in, like, when, as it pertains to, like, tech. I don't even know how I know this stuff mm-hmm. or how to do this stuff, and I really enjoy it. I'll sit, like, me and my... <clears throat> 
Fred was talking and I was telling her, I was like, I feel most motivated when I'm at my dining room table. So if I take my computer to my dining room table, I already plan to be there for hours working on wherever I'm going to work on. Mm -hmm. And I don't get tired. And I'm not like, oh, this is just the worst. Like, you have your moments where certain things is just like, oh, I just want to go lay down or Mm -hmm. this is a little frustrating. But you wouldn't want to do anything else, if that makes sense. So I think it's just like paying attention to those things. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, like for me, like I love to help people, but that just sounds so like generic. Is that the word I'm looking for? I know what you're, yeah. I, know I don't know. It just sounds say. so blah. Like that's so easy for people to say, but like that's what I'm passionate about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I don't even know if that's because that, that alone, it's a good thing that it is generic or general because that alone gives you so many avenues that you can place yourself in. Because one of the reasons I didn't go get a fashion degree, and this is not shade to anybody that has one, I didn't want to restrict myself and limit myself. Yes, I know you can do major minor, but to be honest, in my business, I'm limited. Mm-hmm. You could step into my business. You could step into Brandy's. You could step in anywhere and assist anybody like that. Like, you're, you would be needed way longer and way more than I would ever be needed somewhere because you are able to chop, hop into different avenues, if that makes sense. So, like, even though, like, you want that to sound general. You don't want to have one, oh, sorry, I can't help you. I'm only good at that. And they'd be like, oh, like, it's it's good because you could probably accept a job or accept something and something else could come with it and you'll be able to adjust with it and do what you need to do with it because you have the skill set to do so. Yeah. It's not just one limited, like, oh, sorry, you know, I said I help people, but I only help people if they have green shirts on. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so <laughs> I think... I think that's a smart, um, not even smart. That's a good. That's a good thing to have within yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this is pissing me off. Your ponytail. Yes. Her one braid. Her one braid at the bottom. Oh my god! I thought you got it. That's so funny. <clears throat> you should have left it. It's a look. No. I'm just kidding. Um. Okay, so the next thing I want to touch on is, like, knowing how to, like, step out of your comfort zone and, like, putting yourself out there and, like, getting into spaces and around people that, like, um, can either motivate you or put you in the positions, like, networking Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Like, how do you guys do that? I I honestly (laughs) see, I either see events being posted or if it's like one of my friends that's collabing with somebody, I go just because it's my friend. I've been in this season now where, because a lot of the times I don't like to go anywhere alone, not because I'm like scared somebody's going to hurt me or can't be alone. It's because part of it's like the social anxiety. And then I don't like to just stand around in a corner. Because for me, if I'm in a room full of people, I don't sit on my phone in the corner. I still am engaged. Sometimes I look stupid just standing in a corner. Mm-hmm. But I started going places alone as of like, maybe the beginning of last year Mm -hmm. and I will literally just pop up somewhere and you know fake busy on my phone if I'm trying to have like if I'm having an anxious moment and I'll just like oh my god dad and just act like I'm on the phone but it's been helping me to put myself out there even if I go alone because you'll have somebody in those moments start to ask you what do you do oh okay well you know like Mm -hmm. we're having another one of these in a month if you want to go And you'll start to network unintentionally with people off of like relatable things or somebody could come compliment you and you start networking and it starts to put you in those places you wouldn't think you'd be in anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, 
even like within your own friend groups and stuff, like if you hear your friend having like a holiday work party or, you know, they're going to some type of networking event, like seeing if you can't go. And I'm pretty sure my friend is going to start another one. He was doing them at Lemongrass on High Street. So mm-hmm. you're welcome to come with me to any of those. He stopped them for the winter, but he said spring he'll do it again. And they were the first Friday of every month from 9 to 11 at Lemongrass. But I'm not kidding. Every I went to, let's say there was six, and I went to like four out of six. I got a job every time. Mm-hmm. Every time. Cause you, and then you start hearing about other things, and then people start talking about you. So you could go in there and present yourself you know, even if you made business cards on Vistaprint, like they're like twenty dollars for like five hundred, mm-hmm. um, it'd be worth it for you to go in there and hand things out. And again, you just start talking on random shit. But it's about just paying attention because you have a lot of entrepreneur friends. Um, and maybe if you see somebody post something, hey, I'm trying to get out there. Do you mind if I join you? Or hey, do you mind if I meet you there? Um, or lie. Hey, I'm going there too. What time are you pulling at? <laughs> um, but just, just paying more attention and seeing things and, and hearing you say that I'll be more intentional too. If I'm going to something to let you know and see if you have the room to come or interest. Okay. But. Um, I suck at putting myself out there. <laughs> so, and, um, I mean, I think it's one because I'm really introverted and like it takes me a minute to warm up to people. Mm-hmm. So I'm very like <laughs> weird about sharing ideas and business uh, plans and things like that with people unless like I'm pretty sure that like it would be a good opportunity there mm-hmm. um, or sound advice that I would actually take from someone. I think I need to get better with that because I have, you know, friends who can connect me to people. Um, and I think I just need to be a little bit more open to it. And I think I kind of also suffer from a little bit of imposter syndrome. Like <laughs> I second guess myself, like, I'm not qualified or I second guess my own thoughts. Like, well, what I got going on right now, I'm like always like, okay, is this a good idea? And then like when I talk to somebody that I trust and they tell me the same thing I've already thought about and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe I'm onto the right thing. Yeah. You don't give me that vibe. Like you seem so sure of yourself and so like confident. I think in the business space, I struggle. And maybe it's because, like, I have a friend who's a lawyer. I have a friend Mm -hmm. who's a therapist. Like, I have a friend who's in marketing. Mm -hmm. And, like, here I am. Like, I have the knowledge, but, like, I I don't have, like, the degree to back it up. But I still, like, struggle with whether or not I want to go back to school. So, like, I think for that, I feel like you need to put your money where your mouth is. Like. That's how I am, too. And there are just some people, like, even though they don't have a degree, they can still, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying, work a room and just yeah. make it happen. And I'm not like that. But I think I just lack confidence, too, in some of the stuff that y'all both said. Like, yeah. I'm introverted and the social anxiety. And, like, I don't know. I think sometimes, like, I'm intimidated by being in spaces with people that are doing shit because it makes me feel like, damn, like, I'm not good enough. Like, oh, my gosh. Like... Well, How did you get there? I'll <laughs> like, say, I don't know. Coming from someone that has a degree, I feel the exact same way you guys do. Like, I still feel underqualified when I walk in a room sometimes. I still feel like my job skill wouldn't be needed or I wouldn't be taken serious whether mm-hmm. I have a piece of paper behind me or not. I feel like if I stepped into a corporate world, which corporate world is not for me, but if I stepped into a corporate world, I would feel so intimidated every, intimidated every day doing my job. I feel that way in an entrepreneur space. Mm-hmm. But, like... 
not that my degree doesn't mean anything because I got it for a reason. I could have dropped out years ago, but that gives me zero ounce of confidence or anything. Like, I still feel like they'd be like, I mean, like, yeah, you have your degree, but A, you're a woman. Yeah. You're Mm -hmm. a black woman. Good luck. Like, and I just don't think, even if I was 100% the bomb at my job, there'd be so many things and people that would come in and make me feel like I'm less than. Right. And like, the only area I'm confident in I can't even say that because I still second guess myself with my styling and stuff. So it's the point is you guys are not alone and that's not a feeling that like, I'm not gonna say anything can fix, but that's not an uncommon feeling. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's ghetto out. But it's like y'all said, the introvert and the social anxiety. That's why I'm shocked. I'd be going places alone because I'm, I, I walk in and just not talk. Like, yeah, I don't walk up to people like that's the thing. Like, I just got myself in the door. Mm-hmm. I don't walk right in and beeline somebody and be like, oh, they they nice suit on. I bet they do it. Let me go ask. I will never yeah. be that person. I will yeah. stand in the corner and wait for somebody to approach me. Yeah, I just will. I think I need to like one thing I struggle with is when people are like, well, what are you good at? What do you like to do? And I never know how to answer that question. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Just give me something to do and I'll do it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> That's when you go everything what you need. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm just trying to find my lane because I like my job. It's cool. But I'm just, I just feel so limited, which like, I'm really not. But I just feel so limited where I'm at right now. And it's just making me get lazier and lazier and lazier every day because I'm just like, oh. I have to go to work. I don't have nothing to do. I'm just going to sit there. Yeah. I have nothing to do. Like, I even struggle with speaking up to my boss. Like, girl, like, <clears throat> hello, I'm your yeah. assistant. Uh, use me. Like, yeah, right. I don't know. It's just like, ugh, I hate it here. I know. You got to put it into practice. I think I was saying on the last show, like, I'm forcing myself to get better with my communication. Like, it started out with telling niggas how I feel for real. Like, but like, I'm trying to do it in other spaces too. Nah, for real though. I feel that one. (laughs) But like, I had a, you know, a business meeting the other day and I was telling the gentleman, I'm like, you know, he was expressing to me that like, he's a straight shooter. And he was like, you know, sometimes it could come off a little rude, but check me. Like I give you full permission to do that. And I'm like, well, I'm glad that you said that. You know what I mean? Cause I'm the same way too. Like I take, you know, constructive criticism well you know i'll take it you know on the chin and i'm like but i can't read minds so like tell me what what it is is that you want and Mm -hmm. i can execute it i don't like to do the back and forth or you expect me to read your mind and i give you what i think you want and then you're like that's not what i wanted right because i'm like we could have just avoided that if you would have just told me what it was that you needed to a t and i execute so like i'm getting good at like really saying and speaking up for myself and advocating for myself in a way like this is what I need so I think that you should like tell your boss like hey you're not using me to my full capacity and it's making me lazy so yeah use me yeah like and then these past few weeks right I'm like you know I reached out to her I'm like listen I have some family members passed away I don't want to come to work I need some time off she's like take all the time you need weeks went by what (laughs) Weeks went by, I didn't hear from her. <laughs> I'm like, do I still have a job? Oh, my God. And then I, I told her, like, I, I put in the hours. She never even approved or denied it. Like, I know she will approve it, but she just never did anything with it. And my t- my time she do, I'm like, well, I got to get paid. So yeah. then I, I reach out to her, like, hey, just checking in. Like, is there anything going on? Do you need me to do anything? So she kind of, like, 
found something for me to do, but I haven't heard anything since. So I just kind of like popped up back in the office one day just to see what's going on. She wasn't even there. So I was just like, I don't, I don't. I know. <laughs> it I sounds like your job is so weird. It's like, very it's... weird. But I know a big part of it is COVID. Yeah. And two, she's not used to like, me and her are the same. We are very much to ourselves. I keep my door shut. She keep her door shut. She don't want to be bothered. She don't answer her phone. Like, we are the same. Yeah. And we're very awkward. And, like, so for her, she's just used to, like, doing everything herself. She doesn't mm. really like asking for help or she doesn't know what to give to other people. Like, she didn't even want an assistant when she took the role. But the role comes with an assistant. Mm-hmm. So I don't think she's good at, like, delegating work. Yeah, probably not. Like, we're supposed to have, like, monthly meetings and shit. We don't even do that. Like, she just does now, my if, little email if you, and If you stuck it on the calendar, monthly meet, like, if you just randomly stuck something on the calendar four to five, would she show up? Yeah, I mean, I had told her, like, a couple weeks ago, like, I want to meet about this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she made it happen. So, like, if I say something, she'll do it. But if she was just like, <clears throat> we've had a talk so many times where she's like, I promise I'm going to give you work to do. I want to do it. And it doesn't do it. Doesn't like, do I could it. not go to work for two weeks and she wouldn't even notice. Which is funny because some people would be like, you saw, you got the best job ever because they don't have. But the fact that like you're like, no, like I want to actually yeah, work and do more. Yes. I would like, honestly, I would start researching like, again, like we said on the phone, different programs that they would pay for, different certifications that they would pay for. And I would just have an honest conversation with her. Like, look, you know, we've had this conversation a couple of times and like it works for a little while and then you fall off. So I'm just going to like take over this like and start managing things mm-hmm. in this way mm-hmm. or contributing in this way it might just be something where you gotta just put your foot down in a sense where it's just like no delegate like if i gotta send you a daily email that says delegate yeah. in 42 font you know what it's, i mean like, like as soon as you sit <laughs> at your desk like that's something we had to impu- implement at my job like as soon as the girls walk in i have to give them a task off rip now because mm-hmm. It's almost the opposite effect where I have to keep telling them, like my team, I have to keep telling them like mm-hmm. what to do, remind them of things. And I was like, I'm going to just eliminate this. As soon as you clock in, this is what you got to do. So you got to play that reverse effect. Like as soon as you sit down, the email is, this is what I have on my list today. What do you have? Okay, you got you don't got nothing? Well, I'm going to fill it in. Start putting stupid shit on there. See if she noticed. Dunkin' Donuts meeting at from 12.01 to 12.04 and see if she sees it or something. I am so tired of this being a thing because i feel like i talked about this before and it's just the same shit well (laughs) so when i go to the office tomorrow and she ain't there i'm gonna be pissed because then it's like if you're not there i don't even want to be there because it's like i can't even come to you and be like hey you got something for me to do like yeah girl then that's when you get that second job you start doing your second job at your first job on your first that's what i said like i feel like if i am going to stay a little bit longer i at least need to use that time to kind of like yeah figure out my other shit right yep i would i would Mm-hmm. I'll be sitting right there doing whatever kind of little courses little working, or programs yeah. or whatever because I would. Yeah, which reminds me, I need to do my. Uh, they pay for me to do a notary class. Nice. So I need to take that test. Yes, please, because I'm gonna have to have you notarize some stuff. Okay. It's so funny. I wonder what the test is for a notary because you literally just stamp. Legal I documents. know. Like they make you watch this like four hour video and it just goes over like. The do's laws. and don'ts and the yeah. laws and that My mom's a notary. She's yeah. been a notary for like forever. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have one in my um 
real estate office and the one day I needed my shit notarized, her ass was not in there. Yeah. And I was sick as hell. I had to go to the uh I don't remember if I went to the bank or where I went. But you know, now I'm gonna just come to you. There's um I feel like I'm confusing like the actual title, but there's like notaries who are specific to like closings, mm. mortgage closings, mm-hmm. and they get a percentage and they yeah. make money. That might be like, what the one the shorty was at my office. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look it up, but they make bread. So like I mean, even my mom, she doesn't even use hers to her full capacity. Like she mm-hmm, could be out here yeah. making all kinds of money in. She doesn't. Yeah. She barely do well, it. Well, Dariel, if you do that and you're interested in something like that, I could talk to my aunt about uh working at her office and doing something like that, even if you do it part time. Mm-hmm. So where's your where's your job at downtown? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, she's in Westerville. But you know I live in Westerville though. So. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it when you went over. Yeah, I took the class, so I just have to do the test. And it's open book, so I mean. What? Easy peasy. Okay. Yeah. See, job got some parts. I'm going to do that this week because I ain't (laughs) got nothing else to do. But say your job, that job (laughs) can set you up for other shit because it set you up for that. Yeah. So. Okay. Anyways, that was all I have on that. But I want to talk about a little something. something. (laughs) Because last week, or not last week. Last episode, we were talking about breakups. Mm. So, oh, that was my show. Yes, yes, it was. And I was just wondering, you know, when you break up with somebody and you're like over it, but then the other person like ain't over it mm-hmm. and they just keep crossing your boundaries. Like, how do you like put a stop to that? Do you use, do you respond? I stopped responding. Okay, let's talk about this. <laughs> and then they got blocked. And I don't block people. Because mm. I I and I don't want anybody to take offense to this. Um But when somebody says like how do you as it pertains to relationships and breakups and one person in the said relationship won't leave the other person alone. I never fully understand how um the person who wants to be alone, left alone, is like, this person won't go away. Or they keep, like, mm-hmm. coming around. Or, like, they keep doing X, Y, and Z as if you don't have control over that situation to put an end to it, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's where I get confused. That's where I get confused. It's an honest confusion. But it's just, no, because just, like, for example, a friend we were talking about earlier... A person will just pop up on you, like find ways to get in your space, space. and bother you, or okay. like, you know what I'm saying. Or if you have a situation where like you're with somebody and y'all have kids together, you have to deal with this person, okay. and they find every opportunity to keep fucking bothering you and bringing up, oh, let me take you out, let me do this, or just you know what I'm yeah. saying, yeah, that type of shit. So there are some situations where it's just like well, you can't the, avoid it. The kids one would make more sense where you can't for get out sure of that because they they could be like, oh, I'm picking them up at seven, and then be like, but what what you doing? Like, right. but for me, this was the first scenario where because for me during my relationship, I was always told how I'm just basically trash. So I'm like, why would the person want to be with me? So mm-hmm. I thought the breakup would be cold turkey bye. You don't even fucking like me, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like that. It was like, a res- it would be like, oh, I just want to make sure you're okay today. Why? You don't fucking like me. Right. You don't. Or, um, and I didn't reply for weeks 
And then I would get this, like, I got this guilt trip message that basically was like, I don't even know if you're okay or not. And you're just choosing not to respond to me. And I was like, I'm literally fine. I've been with my mom. I'm fine. And then, um, I stopped responding again, but then it almost not necessarily scared me, but I was like, what's going to happen if I don't reply? Are these just going to keep continuing? Mm -hmm. So eventually it got to a point where, cause this person blocks people left and right. Like you could be their coworker. And if you piss them off at lunchtime, they block you by the lunch hours over. That's just what they do. I don't block people. I've never had to cause they get the hint. Yeah. But basically to answer your question, like I wouldn't even be speaking or saying anything. And I would get these messages and I either wouldn't reply to him when I got to a point of like, okay, I have to say something is just going to continue. And then it got to a point where I ended up blocking the person and like, I'm, that's what it is. Cause see, I feel like there's only so much talking that you're going to do and you talking to yourself. You to know what I mean? Like you could, person. like, I feel like one person can reach out, they can pop up, they can do whatever they want to do. But if I don't engage Either at some point you're stopped or it'll get weird and now I got to like get a restraining order or something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and nobody ever thinks it gets that bad until it gets that bad. But I'm just like, if a logical thinking person who's not a creep or, you know, just kind of weird, at some point they're going to stop reaching out if I'm not responding or giving it any energy. So that, and as it relates to the show last time, that's what I was saying. Like, I have to think through, like, am I responding because I actually want to engage or do I want this person to chase me? Or, like, do I feel like there's some kind of hope there to maybe mm -hmm. work it out? Or, like, what is it exactly in my head that's going on and what is it that I want? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... <sighs> Mine, so before the example I just explained, if I was not still talking to somebody, but if I was um, in conversation still with somebody I had split with, it would be because I want to make sure there's no beef, like, ever. Mm -hmm. But even in those situations, I still would hear, like, oh, yeah, they was talking shit about you. And I'm like, well, I thought we was cool, but okay, what the fuck? I'm the same way, but mm -hmm. in a sense that, to me, it feels like I'm entertaining it because yeah, I yeah. feel bad, like, or I don't want yeah. to cause any drama, so I kind of, like still talk to you but then it's like then it bothers yeah. the fuck out of me my problem is when i'm done with you be i want you to be done with me back like yeah, what the same. fuck do you yeah. want like i don't yeah. get it like and there just be some dudes i will not give it'd be years on top of years and they just will not give up and i'm yeah. just like oh my god leave me alone yeah i'm gonna say my and then to answer your question of like is there sometimes egging on or you want something from them situation i just described like i said i don't want to use the word fear but yeah. i was like what's gonna happen if i don't answer this person yeah i don't know what they're capable of i don't know and if they ever heard me say that they'd be like that's crazy why would you say that i'm did it something's wrong with you if you think that i would do it and it'd be them the whole time because yeah. i've yes, been in that like, situation i can't twice. put nothing like, past nobody anybody, especially yeah. with what went down in that relationship like i don't know what the fuck you got next yeah yeah so i think it's it, multiple it was, reasons yeah. as to why it happens i don't think it's a blanket answer like right like you said it could be rooted in fear like well maybe if i don't respond then you know they'll do this so maybe i should respond i think i which is a good and good and bad thing i just have a tendency to just let shit be mm -hmm. like i'm not going Listen, you ain't reaching out to me, I ain't reaching out to you. Like, I, you know what I mean? And then, as it pertains to, like, somebody trying to, like, work things out. If I don't want to work it out, I ain't working it out. But I'm just kind of set in my ways, and I'm not saying that that's a good thing. It's just, like, it's so funny I'll choose to see the bad sometimes and just roll with that. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
And I always want to see the different people, and I just like I let people guilt trip me into it. Okay, yeah, and you fine. start you'll start excusing it, like you'll yeah. start being like, "Well, I mean, you know, like it's not that bad." Yes, it is. Yes, it I is. I had this situation before, where the person was asking me how I felt and what I wanted, and I'm just like, "Yeah, I'm not feeling this no more." Like I just, you know. Tell them how I feel. And you're like, oh, if you're not in 100%, just let me know. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm unsure about how I feel. So it's kind of like, you know. Yeah. And then they'll still be like, I mean, just tell me how you feel. I just told you how I felt. Do and you you're say still that? You... asking me how I feel. And you'd be like, I just fucking did. And I think they just don't want to hear what my what I had to say. Yeah. But you keep asking me. It's not going to change my answer. Right. Yeah. Me and my friend, one of my friends was having a conversation about that, about like, letting things happen to you like even the simplest things like i was out with a group of friends and this girl that kind of knew my friend but didn't really know her literally came up to her and asked her for her food what yeah and like as we were talking about it like later down the line she was like Initially, she was like, well, I felt like if she asked me, she really needed it. And so then as we kind of talked about it a little bit more, she was just like, but that's like an example of like me just letting things happen and not like advocating for myself for Mm -hmm. saying no. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, so I think it that happens in relationships sometimes where like you just kind of let things just. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just kind of let it happen and you don't Mm -hmm. like. Put a stop. Put a stop to it or take control. Mm -hmm. Like. It's (sighs) right. For me, it's tricky with relationships because I feel like all that shit that somebody would do to try to get you back. Like, Bruh. if you would have just Where did was that? this. If you would have applied the fucking pressure, bitch. I literally told somebody that, like, why do you wait until I'm done to want to do all of this shit? Like, where was all this shit before when I was wanting to live in your fucking skin out i don't can't stand you but i will say this it's manipulation that's what i was gonna say i feel like it's manipulation if you accept it it goes away like that and then a person is like they're not gonna do it i mean why are you bringing up the past i'm trying to fix it now you're not giving me a chance that's a great pop (laughs) 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 no it's manipulation because they'll do it again that's the thing is you think that we think they just work we think that they're applying pressure like damn they really want me they really want my ass back no they don't that's manipulation tactic to go ahead and walk all over you again and go we'll see i'll put in the work but you did something wrong bitch <laughs> no i didn't yeah fuck i Thank think you. me and ashley was having this conversation i think last night and we was just saying like really like taking a moment to literally write down what it is that you want not even just in relationships just in life mm-hmm. in general and again it goes back to just not letting shit just happen you know what i mean like mm-hmm. taking control over your life in that way shout out to take control <laughs> we still ain't taking control but it is what it is <laughs> we trying we trying <laughs> um but like really writing it out like i want this for my life i see this for my life i want this kind of house i want my children to have this or to be this or you know what i mean i want a relationship that looks like this and not wavering from that like mm-hmm. oh which brings me to my next question <laughs> how do you like i don't even i feel like manifest is so overused but like how do you like manifest your god like how do you know what like okay I know you. we know what we want in a partner, but, like, how do we find that? Because some people will give you this, like, fake version of them in the beginning, and mm-hmm. it's not who they really are. Like, how do you do that? And then, too, I feel like trying to date outside your norm, like, you might be attracted to, like, 
six foot like athletic man but that might not be the nigga for you okay. like you I, might be have to make you the first person for you might be like five nine no <laughs> <laughs> no we okay i just talked about this with one of my coworkers. as i said i said i know what god first i'm gonna answer your question for me i'm noticing i really have to get to know somebody like for like a year no date like no like that's that's not my nigga like that's my nigga but he's not my nigga <laughs> for like a year for me to be like to see if like oh, i need to see you through all holidays bad things good days all that type of shit but i just talked about this with my coworker, and i know this and i fight with god about it daily <laughs> god knows i want a chocolate brother chiseled ass face and body i need him to be above six feet because i've never dated somebody above six feet and i'm tired <laughs> I'm tired. God knows what I want. But those men are the worst men to me on the planet. It's like your average Joe that's just like, he's not ugly, but he's not damn. Yeah. And he's, he's you know, I'm still too shallow for to not be built decently. But um, he's just there and he treats you like a queen. And he's he's healthy. Like, he's what if godly. He's perfect, he's, but he's like Yes, he's short. in therapy and he's <laughs> got all these things and he's just amazing. I know what God wants from me and I fight him every day and then I get pistol whipped and he's like, told your ass. So hear me out, okay? Bitch. Hear me out. <laughs> Shout out to my pastors. But like, I'm going to challenge that for you and myself. Okay. Now, I like a challenge. Two, it, it's two, this is two parts, two parts. We often say that um, God knows my desires. He knows what I want, right? And my pastor had to break that scripture down. And he was like, when you are in real relationship with God, like really communing with God and have that understanding, the scripture is telling you that God is going to give you your desires. Not mm. God knows what I want and he's going to give me that. No, God is going to give me the desires of my heart. So, that made a lot of sense to me because it's like as I spend more time building that relationship with God, a lot of the things for me have changed. Like I wanted a nigga that was six four and this, that, and the third. Now, granted, I do still want, I do still have my shallow, you know, yeah. things that I want. But I do believe that God is going to honor the fact that I want to be physically attracted to my man, mm -hmm. my husband. Now, what physical? Like no matter what he looks like. Well, here's the thing. Now, what <laughs> physical attraction is may vary because I've said this before. If you look at the people I've been in relationship with or dealt with, mm -hmm. they all look different. I don't have a type. You know what Me I mean? Uh, so I think that whoever my person is, he may not be in my mind or like Kim said, the six, seven chocolate guy, but mm. I'm physically attracted to him. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Mm -hmm. Now I do. Now with that being said, I do believe that God is going to honor the fact of certain things that I want. You right. know what I mean? I think that that that's fair to say. Yeah. Um. And I was listening to a podcast, and the dude was saying like, "Do not settle." He was like, "From the time that I was a kid, I knew what I wanted. I knew I wanted to play football. I knew I wanted my wife to look like this, or I wanted her to be like this. I knew that I wanted to act. I knew that I wanted all of these things, and I was going to make it happen, and I did." That's where and I'm so at. I think just as it pertains to anything, not just relationships, is literally this is what I want and I'm not settling. Like relationships, like there are certain things where it's like, okay, the compromise and the sacrifice and all of right. that rolls in. But my number one thing right now, I want to feel safe. Same. Period. 
emotionally Ooh. safe, physically Preach. safe. You know what I mean? Like yeah. emotionally safe, physically Dang. safe, spiritually safe with somebody. Yeah. And I, for me, what that looks like is there's always a very small, still voice in my head when something's not right. Yep. Or even if something is right, you know what I mean? Like it's always just a little, a little voice in the back of my head. Yeah. Like this is it, or you can move forward or you need to stop right here or you need to, and we don't trust it. You know right. what I mean? Like, so I think, you know, as it pertains to that, like you just got to listen. Like you, yeah. you know, I'm about to get real vulnerable y'all real quick. <laughs> and y'all know, I always said that I'm going to speak my truth on here. So I'm going to just do it. Um, but I have really been struggling, like speaking earlier, I was talking about like, I'm the happiest, but loneliest at the same time. Mm -hmm. I've really been struggling with like, and I mean this genuinely, I'm not the girl that's like, I give up on love. I mean this genuinely. I don't know anymore if I'm even meant to be the wife or the mom that I want to be. Cause like you said, I know God knows my desires and he'll present them. But I noticed how good I am playing like the auntie role or like, you know, the God mom role. Like I thrive in those areas and not that I wouldn't in my own household because I want to be a wife. I want to be you know, a mom. And like, I think I said this on the podcast last time, like my cousin, so many people have been looking at me and being like, randomly, you'd be an amazing wife and mom. And I'm like, I'm battered. Where are you? Where are you getting this from? Yeah. Um, but I have been intentionally praying to God because my grandma, when she was up here was like, she goes, you need to pray to God for what you want. And she was like, and you know, I'm listening to my grandma about everything. So I, I've been more intentional with my prayers, but then I've also been like, but God knows my desires in my heart. So what am I going to pray for the next 10 years every single night until it gets delivered? Maybe. But I've also been praying not only for the other person, but for myself, you yeah. know, mm. fix me to make me into being a good mom, into being a good wife, into being a good aunt, being a good, you know, God mom, fix me and heal me in those ways. And I just have really been struggling with like, is it really even meant for me? Cause I've never had a healthy relationship ever. I think mm -hmm. my only healthy relationship was high school. And that was 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. I have never had a healthy relationship. And, and I'm not saying this in a conceited way, but I'm noticing a lot of the times it's not, nothing's ever just hundred percent one person, but I notice it's not majority me, especially going through my work through therapy and, and Christ. And like my non-negotiables is a giant list, but my top two are, they have to be, on fire for God, like mm -hmm. genuine, not just, oh, I show up for church, go home. No, like on fire for <clears> God, <throat> genuine. So they have a foundation to look to when shit gets rough. And then the mental health aspect for me, and I'm not even talking about people being a hundred percent. I'm great. I fixed my mental health because it's not a fix. It's mm -hmm. learning to tolerate and change your habits. I need someone that makes me feel safe when I'm having a mental health day, makes me feel like I'm not crazy. Like I literally had somebody in an unhealthy relationship tell me I was mentally fucked up because I go through anxiety and depression and all this stuff. And it's like, I would have married that. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't know. And it's not that again, it's not me going, I give up on love because if God's going to deliver it, he'll deliver it. But I don't know if healthy exists, how I think it does in this generation and in this world mm -hmm. of dating, you know, this world of dating is fucking weird. Like I had some dude walk up to me, uh, Saturday night and all he said was, tell me what it has to take. And I said, what are you talking about? Why is, why would you approach somebody that way? Number one, number two, Steve Harvey said this on the TikTok. I think we talked about this. Stop telling men exactly what it is that you want. Like if they go, well, what do you like? Figure it out. 
So, because if I tell you I like red roses, and then all of a sudden you start bringing me red roses, I think you're you're King David. Yeah. He brings me red roses, bitch. You told him to. <laughs> you don't. You just forgot. So I just am struggling right now with the desires of my heart and like what that looks like and if I'll have it because I just a working on yourself is hard and it's ghetto it's mm -hmm. worth it and I'm gonna just I'm gonna keep doing it but it just is revealing a lot in me that I'm like I don't even know if I have the hope for it like I see healthy people and I see healthy options but there's either things in their way that makes us not be together or something in my way that makes us not be together or vice versa but it's it's so again happy and lonely for me right now like happiest of my life loneliest because i'm like i really don't know anymore like mm -hmm. what my outcome is going to be and what my purpose is going to be yeah and i know that i just have to literally sit still and let god yeah and it is what it is i think that's the hard part because you know god willing we all got another 50 60 years right you know what i mean on this earth and to think about it like my friend that just got married maria like <clears throat> she's older than me. Mm -hmm. And when we were talking about it, she's like, how did you turn on 34? She's like, girl, you have time. Like, yeah. and I literally remember five years ago, like us having a conversation about relationships and her feeling like nobody, you know, like he just wasn't out there. And now here she is, right. you know what I mean? Two, three years later and she's married and she's very happy. You know what I mean? We always feel like it's never going to happen for us. Mm -hmm. Um, but then I feel like when it does, it's right on time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's what it's supposed to be. It's all that. So I'm like, okay, if I had to go through what I went through relationship wise this past year, which wasn't, you know what I mean? It wasn't like horrible. Like my experience wasn't horrible. <laughs> it just wasn't nice. like, it just wasn't the fit. You know what right, I mean? Yeah, so I'm right. like, if I had to go through that to get to what's next, then okay. Like that's, that's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just feel like what? And I'm trying not to say this so it doesn't sound like I'm speaking down on myself. I just wonder if what I went through can be, and this sounds like, again, I'm speaking against Christianity and what I believe in. I just wonder if what I went through can be broken in the healthiest way possible. You know what I mean? Where I'm not going to project all the time or it's going to keep me from finding somebody. Like, yeah. I just wonder how long that'll take and if it's possible. Yeah, because mm -hmm. I mean, I catch I do it with my my cousin. Like she looked at me and was like, do you realize like how much you apologize for things that are not your fault and have nothing to do with you? And I was like, no, nope. the fuck. And she yeah. like checked me real quick. Like, you got to stop doing that. And I've literally had people be like, why do you why are you apologizing? But I think, too, because like I feel the same way, mm -hmm. but I think it's because I've never dated anybody that made me feel safe where I just don't mm -hmm. have to overthink or overextend or over apologize or over any of that shit. Right. Like, I think when you find that person that makes you feel safe and like, I don't think you'll do it anymore. Right. That's a good point. And not even that. I think it's that, too. But I think it's also because you're going to find I think there's going to be times, excuse me, where somebody does something that doesn't make you feel safe. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. And you have to have the hard conversation. Like, I think for me, like if I'm being completely honest, like I, looking back, like I was so hyper focused on like you're not doing this. Or you made me feel this way. And my approach is so aggressive sometimes that I probably made the nigga immediately shut down. You know what I mean? Like, like I literally, like, I'm not going to share what I said on the show, but, like, looking back on a specific conversation, 
I was very aggressive. And in my mind, it was just like, okay, you need to be open and upfront about what it is that you feel, not even considering like the way I came off in my tone. This yeah. nigga was probably like, yeah. Never Somebody mind. told me I'm aggressive too, and I'd be like, how? <laughs> like, I'm not fucking aggressive, but I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you also got to, like, be able to talk through. I think really to get to, like, the end goal with somebody, you got to be able to manage through the hard times. Like, if mm-hmm. the foundation is there where it's like, okay, you do make me feel safe, but today you messed up. You know what I mean? Or, like, for the last week you've messed up. I can't just be out. Because I'm I'm the one. Y'all know I'm... Yeah. T- See, Bye, nigga. I, have a, I have abandonment issues of me bringing a problem to a dude and he'll be like oh, I'm leaving then but that's what I'm saying like if the man is gonna be if that's not for you right like if he's willing to be like okay I, let's talk through it and let's fix it he's making you feel safe right yeah not the ones that you're overreacting or why yeah. are you mad about that? No, fuck you, bye. Like, no. Well, and that's what I'm saying. I've I've worked on my communication skills heavy through therapy, and that's why I know I can communicate well. Like, my brother and I have been speaking a lot more over, like, the last, I don't know, a couple months than we hadn't for years. Yeah. And he even looked at me and was like, he goes, you're, he goes, I don't know anything about what you had going on. He's like, but your communication is, like, on point. He's like, I can't imagine somebody dating you and being upset mm-hmm. with how you said something. He's like, cause you don't come off stupid. You don't come off like you don't know what you're talking about. And he was like, and you're not saying anything wrong or mean. Yeah. And I'm like, the only times that I would ever be mean or aggressive is if, if they were doing it to me. Cause I'd be like, you need to calm the fuck down then. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Cuss me. I'm gonna cuss you out. But I know that like I worked on those things and I'm good at communicating, communicating those things while telling somebody, like you said, basically like you messed up without making them feel like, it's the end of the world. Like they're a piece of shit. It's like, there's ways to communicate where you express to somebody like, you know, you did wrong, but it's a small scale on all the amazing, great things you do. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I just, I literally have never been anything healthy other than when I was a freaking teenager. And I'm like, sometimes the other day I was in the bathroom, like, you know what? That was my only perspective at the time of a relationship. And I was like, you don't, you really don't know what you were doing in high school. So like yeah. it seemed healthy because you but just, was it really? yeah, you <laughs> go to class and come home and go, Hey, are you on your Xbox tonight? Cute. Love you. Like that's not, yeah. that's not real. Yeah. Like that was my longest relationship. It was almost four years. And I was my, I think I was 20, 20 or 21 when we split, but like, that's not, yeah, you're not in no heavy ass, deep ass. All right. We might get married kids type shit like yeah. together. So I don't know. I think it's, Okay, so you got your toolbox, right? And you're using your tools. I think it's about... Because all of this is good in theory, right? But, like, if you got a partner or you're dealing with somebody who is not doing their work, none of this shit matters. Matter. You know what I mean? So it's, doesn't like, matter. recognizing whether or not you have somebody who has the competency to be, like, okay... Let me also do my work. I think it's about finding people who are actively doing the work. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? So I so then it's like, okay, we can use what we've learned together mm-hmm. right. versus like, okay, I've learned all of this great stuff in therapy and I've met this guy, but he's actually really an asshole. But because I, I'm in therapy and I understand that this yeah, is his childhood trauma oh and shit. God. Like, yes. you know like, I, mean? I like, told somebody at the other day, cause I was just like, I feel like you can meet somebody, but y'all are on two different levels. Like I know I'm not perfect, but I know I've been doing the work where I can yeah. at least acknowledge yeah. and like, know what I need to change. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then you're you're dating somebody that can't even that hasn't even acknowledged that they have an issue. I agree. That's yeah. yeah. And that's no. pretty much what I went through. And that's why I said one of my little non negotiables is like 
because I was listening to this podcast that my friend sent me called, I think it's the hard truths about relationships or something. And it was a guy and a girl just debating back and forth of what they are. And the guy had said, I don't believe everybody needs therapy to achieve like healthiness and stuff. And she was like, we'll mm-hmm. break that down, explain. And he was like, he goes, no, 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 don't get me wrong. Like it's all, they're always going to need a mentor, a coach, something that they can't do it on their own. He was like, but therapy may not always be the route. And she's like, Oh, okay. I can see what you're talking about. Cause one of hers was like, it mattered to her or him or vice versa or something. Um, that therapy was a thing. So for me, like I said, I'm seeking something that's on fire for God first. And then the mental health aspect that like ties into, Oh yeah, I go to therapy or I have a coach, I have a mentor, I have this, not Mm -hmm. mommy and daddy, not daddy, because you know, my dad is great and he's raised me from the time. No, our parents are flawed. They're humans. You need literally a professional telling you like, this is why that's inappropriate or stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Or what, like, what are you feeding yourself? Like, what are you intaking? Like if, if all you listen to is, Fuck these fuck bitches, bitches and everything you see is fuck bitches and yeah. I'm a treat her this way. Like, it's got to be some kind of balance. Like, I was literally just having that conversation, too. Like, I remember sitting here watching Love and Hip Hop all the time, just taking all of that in. And I'm like, I have no desire to watch none of that shit yeah. no more. Mm-hmm. Like, Real Housewives, I don't want to watch none of that shit no more. I don't care about your arguing. Like, it's literally like... I'm feeding myself things that make me think about other perspectives and other possibilities. So even if somebody hasn't gotten to the place where they're like, okay, I'm going to go to therapy or they say therapy isn't for me. Cool. I can respect that. But what are you taking in? Like, Mm -hmm. what are you taking in? I agree. That'll tell me enough right there. You know what I mean? And so I think, like I said, I think when you start doing the work, you realize like a lot of people's issues is not of any fault of their own. And so then we like want to take it on because we're like, oh, I'm doing this. I can help. I can fix. Yeah. I can do. That Fuck is no not baby. your responsibility. I, stop it, like, okay. I, I always do. <laughs> be each other's accountability partners because fuck no, no. baby. And it's just draining. That is not your responsibility. Like adults have to take accountability for themselves to want yeah. to be better human mm-hmm. beings. If you out it's here fucking job. up people's lives, like, it's and you job. don't want to do the help, you don't want to do the work to fix that, is not my responsibility to At take all. that on. I'm even teaching my kids that now. Yeah. Like, I know that their kids they have a lot to learn, but I just be telling them, like, listen, we don't have this talk. Every day, every week. Like, if you don't want to help yourself, I'm not about to keep yeah, you, you wasting can't my do fucking no, yeah. breath. You're you just going to have to learn. Yep, I agree. You can't keep just... Yeah. You can't preach to people. They don't have to do what they don't. And men, and, and this is, again, because y'all love to say that we men bash. It's everybody in this world. Yeah, like, Fuck. this goes both ways. If you dealing with a woman and she's a narcissist and she's a manipulator and she's this and she's that and all of this shit that we like to talk about, it is not your responsibility to it's fix her. Like, Whoop that trick. I'm playing dumb, but you know, leave. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like you deserve to be celebrated too, brother. And if you're not a brother, you do here. too, friend. It's, it's, it's very ghetto here. One thing I do though, like in this whole like single adventure that I'm on, like there's certain things that I notice, and like there's just not a lot of gray area in it for me yeah. because words mean things. Like I had a gentleman approach me and was like, are you interested in getting to know people? And I'm like, sure, maybe, you know, <laughs> I, I'll give it a try. <laughs> like, yeah. like you approach me. So like if the consistency isn't there, I'm cool. Bye. And like I asked him and I'm like, so what does, 
getting to know someone look like? Or what does interest look like for you? Because I just want to make sure either we're on the same page with it or we're not. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because again, words mean things. So like, I want a man that's going to like, Ask me out on a date. I Same. want a man that's going to plan a date. It's not like some random, like, oh, what you doing tonight? Like, yeah, like no. you free. Like, right. What you want to do? What you want to eat? Where you want to go? N nigga, if you want all right, y'all. So listen, we kind of had some technical difficulties, but the point is, um, yeah, if you want to plan a date, plan a date. Be intentional. And yeah, men, if the ladies ain't being intentional, don't be intentional with them. And ladies, you already know what's up, because niggas. <laughs> Period. <laughs> That's the title, because niggas. niggas. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, Darielle, you got anything else for us? I do not have anything else. That was, you know, my little random topics for the for the month of December. I hope you guys have a great Christmas and New Year's. Um, follow us at Take Control Podcast on Instagram, Take Control Pod on Twitter, and you can email us at Take Control Podcast at gmail.com. You. All right, y'all, we out. Bye. Bye. Bye.